Hello, my friends, and welcome to Studio De Hefri. That's me. I'm Jeff Cavanaugh. Hi, everybody. Uh, if you haven't figured it out by now, also, in addition to talking about the Cowboys, I'll probably tell you way too much about my real life all the time. And so if anything sounds weird, audio-wise, on this particular video, it's because I have a piece of bubble gum jammed up here in my mouth. And I know I can't chew it while I do the video, but I need it there. I have this little patch on, because I'm going to try again. I'm going to try to quit dipping. I was writing in my journal, and the page I opened it to on the other page had something from months and months and months ago when I tried before, and it was just giant note to myself. It was like, remember this feeling. You feel so much better when you don't dip. Love you, Jeff. Uh, so we're going to try. We're going to try. Okay, so what I did today is I always take questions from Twitter, but I don't take them from Facebook enough. So this will be a cowboy chat about Odell Beckham and Zeke and Tony Pollard and Jabril Cox and Damone Clark and all sorts of things uh, with questions that I took from my Facebook page. It's just Jeff Cavanaugh. That's me. Um, So, oh, and Tyron Smith. Many, many things. Many, many things. And also, if you're wondering why I'm not doing this live and you're seeing it recorded, the answer to that is because now that I'm back in radio, I do a show from 7 to 11 a.m. on 97.1 The Freak in Dallas-Fort Worth. Uh, And you can stream that on the iHeartRadio app if you're not in the listening area. I don't want to go live on YouTube while my coworkers are live on the radio. That just seems dumb and like competing against yourself. So this is my solution. Back to recorded things. Um, okay. Oh, and I need to tell you that this is brought to you by my friends at Bet Online. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, when you sign up at betonline.ag or on their app, and you'll get a 50% sign-up bonus on your first, first, first deposit, okay? Bet Online are my peeps. They're the ones who make it so that I can continue doing videos. So shout out to you guys at Bet Online and get up in there. Cowboys are like... Their record against the spread over the last, like, season and a half is ridiculous. So maybe just bet on the Cowboys. Although they started as a a two-and-a-half-point favorite, and I think that moved up almost immediately to, like, five-and-a-half. So I hope you got in early. Bet online. Uh, Okay. These are from peeps that left a comment on my Facebook. And most of them were about Odell Beckham. So we will talk about him first. A lot of questions about what would his contract look like. Um... Do you have cap space? How does he fit in? And on and on and on and on. And I think Odell Beckham's super interesting because I understand the people who are hesitant because you're like, wait, I remember his career. Didn't he seem like a diva and a distraction and all these different things in New York? And then the story when he left Cleveland was that he was the problem. Well, Baker Mayfield's a backup now, and Odell then helped the Rams win the Super Bowl. And I'm a Baker guy. I thought Baker had a little something. But Our most recent experience with Odell Beckham is that he played, what, eight games with the Rams in the regular season, had just over 300 yards and five touchdowns. So that works out to, what is that, 40, 81, 21, 60, 200, 240, 280, 320, I don't know, 40 yards, 40-something yards a game. Uh, But he scored damn near every week in the regular season. And then the postseason, he was a huge part of it, and the Rams don't win the Super Bowl without him. And everybody on that team wants him back and his nameplate is still up in the locker room. And so my thing on Odell Beckham is I think he's a 30-year-old that is now a 30-year-old instead of a 23-year-old. And everyone on the Cowboys wants him. Over the last two days during media availability, Jerry wants him. Mike McCarthy wants him. Dak wants him. Boy, there was a twinkle in Dak's eye when he was asked about Odell Beckham. Uh, CD wants him. 
CD, it's not intentionally a shot at the front office, but there are people who are going to perceive it that way. When CD was like, hell yeah, I want Odell Beckham. He was like, my rookie year, I think we had like three number one receivers. Why not get back to that? Well, because Jerry got rid of one of them. But sure, bring in another one. And I don't agree that they're all number one receivers. I think CD is becoming a number one receiver. Uh, I don't know that Odell or Gallup is. Odell obviously was for a half decade, one of the best in the game. But I think what he brings, assuming that you're getting anything close to what he was last year with the Rams and during that postseason run, is you're getting a really good route runner that gets open and is good after the catch. And good route runners are good in the red zone if teams think you're going to run the ball. Uh, Odell Beckham, I think, would be your second best receiver. And it just gives you the ability to do more. The Cowboys, when Dalton Schultz is on the field, they can throw to their tight end. When Jake Ferguson and Peyton Hendershot are on the field, uh, those two have blocked really well and are both capable in the pass game too. So like they've got that flexibility with the tight ends. They've got Tony Pollard and Zeke. They've got two good running backs. Um, they don't have three good receivers. And every NFL team, or almost every NFL team, is best when they're in 11 personnel. One running back, one tight end, three wide receivers. And so the idea that there would be any sort of negative for a team that has the cap space to absorb signing Odell for a short-term run where if it's a one-year deal, he's going to be doing everything he can to secure his next deal with a proven winner who just won the Super Bowl on a team that wouldn't have won it without him. I, there's no downside to it. Uh, I don't remember where I left off on my list of people that won him. Michael Gallup said, yes, he wants him. Uh, Zeke, yes, he wants him. Parsons, yes, he wants him. Everybody loves Odell, especially young players, because they grew up watching him do the wah, wah. Uh, so I think he would fit in fine. And we know that the owner is on board. So do I think this is serious? Do I think that he'll end up a cowboy? I'll say it's at least a 50% chance he becomes a cowboy. This one feels a little bit different because so often we talk about the Cowboys adding a big-time player. And I can't remember it just being so universally out in the open that everyone on the team from the owner down is talking about adding that player. And this one's achievable. Like, you don't have to outbid somebody for Von Miller. You, I mean, technically, yes, you have to outbid him for Odell Beckham. But this ain't a dude that's getting a five-year, $100 million contract. I know the rumors where he wants a multi-year deal. I'm cool with that, too. That sounds great. Because if it turns out that he's good, you're sitting pretty. And if not, eh, you got money next year. I don't think he's going to suck. Regardless, he's going to be a starter. If you wanted to sign him for what is listed as a two-year, $20 million deal, cool. Because what that really means is this year would be, what, $5 million the rest of the year and then $10 million next year. Sure. You've got room for that for a quality wide receiver. Quality wide receivers are super important. All day, baby. All day. Go get me Odell. Um, other things people are asking about. Richard, why is Jabril Cox not taking any defensive reps? Is Damone Clark already further along than Cox? I don't know on this one. This is one of those where, you know what? Maybe I need to do a little digging. Maybe I need to do a little digging and a little asking. Because everything I saw from him in camp and preseason was that Jabril Cox is ready to start in the NFL and play well. The dude can fly, which is what Dan Quinn wants. His run defense, which was considered the weakness coming out of college by most, myself included, looked really good, and he's a fluid coverage athlete. Like, everything about Jabril Cox looked really good. And they wouldn't put him on the field. 
And when Damone Clark got back from spinal fusion surgery, as soon as he was cleared, he went in before Jabril Cox. And so I don't know. But a lot of times in these scenarios, what happens is we're just wrong. The people who see him every day might think that, well, obviously they think that someone else is performing better and deserves that opportunity. So that's the obvious answer. It's just, it is surprising to me because everything I saw out of him in camp and in preseason was, he looks better than what you've been getting from Anthony Barr this year. Uh, Damone Clark's fun to watch too, though. That dude can fly. But either way, they got some young depth at linebacker, which is great. People asking about Pollard and Zeke when Zeke gets back. We'll see. Zeke didn't commit to playing this week, so we will see what tomorrow looks like, I suppose, and just see what comes out about that. But when they get back, look, I agree with pretty much, I think it's pretty universally understood that it's good to have both Tony Pollard and Zeke. I also just think it should be universally understood that the guy who gets the majority of the touches should be the guy who gets better results on his touches. So, like, I ain't killing Zeke. People who are talking up Pollard are not killing Zeke. Uh, It's just a matter of, I want you to go from here to here. I just want you to flip it. If you're going to do 60-40 or 55-45, I just want you to flip who's getting the more but I think that's also a thing in team sports is in team sports. It's established that Zeke is one of the leaders of that team. And so it would be weird if a guy out snapped him, but I would like to think that football as Tony Romo once said, meritocracy, the dudes who earn it should get the rock. So I hope that Pollard gets it a little bit more than Zeke does. I suspect that it will go the exact opposite way. It'll just be what it's been where Zeke gets about 60% of the run and Pollard gets about 40% of the run. Uh, I do love that somebody actually asked Pollard about what the running back coach said about him, where he's like, yeah, 30 plays is probably his limit. And Pollard was like, yeah, I don't think he meant that as like a a hard limit. I can go as many plays as I need to. Uh, I do think the organization is going out of their way to make sure that Zeke hears how much they love him and how important he is. The idea that Tony Pollard can't play more than 30 snaps is hilarious. He's done it before. He's played more than 40 snaps in a game, and he was really good. Um the idea that Pollard was tired after running for a 50-something-yard touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Watch a Cowboy game any week. See how many times you see this. If Zeke has a 15-yard run, he'll come off the field. Yeah, people get tired. <laughs> Using it as a C is so wild to me. Like, are we really going to pretend that the cardio of the bruising slower back, heavier back is better than the more athletic guy, because that's not true. But don't. But whatever. I'm not doing. You're not making me do this. You are not making me do this. You have both. Both are good. I just wish they would flip. Who gets the ball more often? Um. Let's see. OBJ and the realistic effects he could have on the offense. He unlocks everything. He gives you a third guy that they have to account for in the pass game that you can't ignore because Odell Beckham will beat man coverage. Unless he's a totally different player now that he's 30 years old coming off a second ACL surgery. But if he's anything like he was, he can beat man coverage consistently. And that's another dude you've got to account for. And that unlocks Michael Gallup even further. That helps CeeDee Lamb. That helps Pollard. That helps Zeke. It helps everybody. When will Tyron be back? I saw a bunch of pictures of Tyron today, like on resistance bands. And my God, he still looks the same. That dude is not built like a regular human. He's incredible. That is a 300-and-something-pound man that is felt. And somebody asked when he gets back, is moving him to guard an option? I'd be stunned. So that'll be interesting because I just 
I can't imagine that Tyron Smith is on the bench if he's healthy while Connor McGovern is playing snaps. And so as much as I go back and forth on this, I got to believe if Tyron Smith is healthy and ready to play football in two or three weeks, he's playing left tackle and Tyler Smith is moving to guard because Tyron Smith or Tyler Smith is getting by this year and has some great blocks and he has some mistakes and he has some penalties and he gets beat some. It's kind of been up and down, but he's surviving, which is nice for a rookie. Like, I'll take that. But I think if you slid him into guard, he's just in there whipping ass. Uh, so I would think Tyler Smith will be playing guard if Tyron gets back and he's ready. I'd be stunned if they asked Tyron Smith to play guard. And I'd be surprised if Tyron Smith was going to stand on the sidelines and watch while Connor McGovern was playing. So even though they haven't moved Tyler Smith yet with the Jason Peters deal or anything like that, with Tyron Smith, my guess is that's different, and they move the rookie. And then in the offseason, maybe they move Tyron Smith. Oh, let me see, let me see, let me see. Yeah, everything else was about Odell Beckham. I think we got it. Jason thinks it's funny the Cowboys are fourth in somebody's power rankings. Well, I don't know how you could have them any lower than fifth. Like... Bills and Chiefs. You could, I, you could if you wanted to. Bills, Chiefs, and if you want to, I'd say you could throw in the Ravens, Eagles, and I guess you could do the Vikings. So the Cowboys would be no lower than sixth in anybody's power rankings. And I have a suspicion they're better than the Vikings. Ravens, eh, you can look at their record and think that they're not super awesome, but they also had the early or the hardest schedule out of everybody early on in the year. The Dolphins. And now the Ravens are 6-3, and three and they're about to run off a bunch of wins. They're going to win 13 games, 12 or 13. Yeah, the Cowboys are definitely a top-7 team in football, and I think they're probably a top-5 team in football right now. Thanks for swinging by. I love you guys. Remember, you have no idea what anybody's going through, so be cool to everyone. Thanks to Bet Uh, I love you. Bye.